today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, uh, as you may or may not be aware, hopefully you are, tomorrow residents within Niagara-West Glanbrook will be voting in their by-election. This was a by-election, uh, riding rather, that was vacated when former progressive conservative Tim Hudak resigned and, of course, creating uh, the opening. Yesterday, we had the PC candidate and the Green candidate on. Today, of course, we will have the Liberal and NDP candidate. Let's introduce you to Vicki Ring- uh, Ringette. Vicki Ringette is the Liberal candidate for Niagara-West Glanbrook and is with us now. Hello, Vicki. How are you today? I'm good. Hi, Scott. How are you? Good. Thanks very much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. I'm sure you're, you're, it's probably pretty busy as you get down to crunch time. We're still knocking on doors, Scott, and that's going to continue until the, the wee hours of the evening. So what are they saying uh, to you in Niagara-West Glanbrook when you do knock on doors? Um, I think we're having some really good uh, conversations and discussions on a variety of issues, whether it's uh, from hydro, health care, education, transit. Um, it, it just varies depending on, on whereabouts we're at in the riding. So uh, I'm guessing that a lot of people are upset about electricity rates. What do you say to that, and, and what are they saying to you at the door regarding electricity rates? Well, I mean, first of all, I get it because I, I pay a hydro bill as well, so I, I certainly know that it's getting much more difficult for um, for, for individuals to um, be paying those hydro bills every, every month. But um, we're having some good conversations about uh, why that is, and we're having discussions about the improvements that the government has made to the infrastructure, and that needed to be done. It was an old infrastructure that needed to be upgraded. We had uh, smog days, about 53 a year, which we don't have anymore because we've moved from that coal-powered energy to the clean energy that we're producing now. So, I mean, we're having these conversations about where we want to see Ontario go in the future and where we stand now. And I think that a lot of people are very proud of the fact that we're producing over 90% emissions-free energy here in the province. I think everybody, I think everybody is is green now. It seems all absolutely most parties are green, and everybody wants to to do what they can to save the planet for the next generation. But there's that Auditor General report that said that the the wind government overspent by on the green program by like 37 billion dollars. How do you combat that at the door? I mean, I think that, you know, all the decisions that are made are made uh, as part of a team and they're made in consultation with a number of stakeholders. And I think that the government is doing the best that they can, right? It's not uh, it's not an easy world to govern in right now. And sometimes, um, you know, you got to look at what can we do in the future to make uh, lives better for our residents. And what we're doing right now is, you know, we're looking at that 8% reduction of the hydro bill. We're um, it's been cancelled in terms of phase two of the uh, large renewable projects. Um, you know, there's a lot of, of thought process um, that has gone into where do we go now. And I think that what's important to understand is that the government has heard loud and clear, very loud and clear, what Ontarians are, um, are frustrated about. And, and it, this is just the beginning, right? Um, like I said, with the 8% reduction, this is a start. Um, with the cancellation of that project, we're saving $3.8 billion. Um, we've already saved about $4 billion in health care by moving to a clean energy model. So I think there's a lot more to do, and that's the whole point of, of the position of the NPP, um, and that's what I'm hoping to do in the next 19 months, is be the person that can sit at that table and come up with more ideas. And I've heard great ideas throughout this campaign 
about what we could be doing more. You know, I've heard from shift workers that say, hey, these peak times and peak hours for usage of energy don't work for me. Could we get something different for my household? I've heard from farmers that say, you know, the rates we're paying now, it's just not good enough. Could we negotiate uh, some sort of, of, of rate like they do in other provinces for farmers? Those are valid suggestions, and I think that we have a responsibility to hear them, and so we need that voice at that table at Queen's Park. Is, is that perhaps the biggest issue that you're encountering door-to-door? It's certainly one that has been discussed on a number of occasions, but I would say to you that the other big issue is the health care. That's been very important to the communities, whether it's in in Grimsby or whether it's in Stony Creek Mountain. Um, I think that a lot of people are looking at, um, you know, the idea of of $12 billion in health care spending coming in the next 10 years, and they want to make sure that we have our fair share in this region. Um, They're looking at uh, long-term care homes. You know, are we going to be looking at building more? Because all the ones I've visited here, they're all at max capacity. So we need more beds. Our population is aging, and we need more support for families that have decided to take in um, their, um, their elderly parents into their own cares. So, I mean, there's a lot of conversation that needs to take place over the next few months. But, um, you know, it's a majority liberal government. So let's put someone at the table to bring those concerns there. Uh, Any chatter regarding hospital in Grimsby? Absolutely. Absolutely. The hospital in Grimsby has, um, you know, a number of renovations that have to uh, take place. I've been there. I've used it. We've put in $4.9, billion, uh, $4.9 million sorry, in 2014. That's clearly not enough. I sit on the board of directors of the community health care uh, board for the last four years, and I know exactly um, the challenges. And we have to keep conversing with the frontline workers. The Hamilton Health Sciences Group has already started that work. But again, that $12 billion that's coming in the next 10 years, I want to make sure that someone is sitting at that table to say, hey, we need... Grimsby to be looked at, and we need Grimsby to be addressed, because that population is not just aging, but there's a lot of young families moving into Grimsby, and how are we going to support that community from a healthcare perspective? Uh, Surprised that there has been so much attention paid to this race? That there has been or not been? No, that there has been. Why? Do you think that there isn't been? There hasn't been? Well, I think we've been overshadowed a little bit by the U.S. election. There's no doubt about that. Mm. Um, but I think now, um, you know, we're, we're really uh, getting the word out there, which is good because the election day is tomorrow. Um, and I think that people are looking at the alternatives, and we're all very, very different. Um, I think that people are looking to have someone with experience um, in a position that is uh, to be devoted 100%. I think that people are looking for someone who, um, you know, has not just life experience, but work experience. I'm a business owner. I've had my own law firm for the last five years. So I've hired employees. I've, you know, made payroll deductions. I've, um, I've, you know, managed all the ups and downs that come with business ownership. And that's not something that, um, that everyone on the ballot has done, right? I've uh, certainly... Um, you know, been a, a, a very balanced person in the community in the sense of representing either, you know, bargaining agent rights or representing families. 
And someone that has actually used the system is what we need in place here. We need someone that's going to go there and say, I've used the family court system, or, you know, I've used um, the hospital, or I've, I've visited these long-term care um, centers, and I see what's needed. And you don't just get that, um, you know, with with being involved in a, you know, a couple summer jobs here and there. Like, you get that with concrete, hard work, and life and work experience. All right, we got about a minute left here, Vicki. Uh, I'll give that one to you. Why should voters consider a, a vote for Vicki Ringette, uh, the Liberal candidate for Niagara West Glambrook? Well, I think that we need someone that can listen to everyone in this community. That's regardless of race, religion, citizenship, creed, sexual orientation, family or economic status. I haven't heard um, that from all of my uh, fellow candidates, that they're uh, going to be an inclusive voice for Niagara-West Glenbrook. Uh, yesterday, I listened to your interview with my uh, conservative candidate, and all I heard was Niagara. And I'm disappointed in that, because this writing is Niagara-West Glenbrook. And we need someone that is going to be representing this writing in its entirety and in a positive way. And I think that's something that's very important to remember. So for those out there who are thinking, you know, am I going to split this vote? This is not a joke. This is very serious. This by-election is important, and we've got a lot of work on our plate. So please choose someone that's ready to go, that's experienced, and that's certainly motivated and energetic enough to make things happen over the next 19 months. I do not want to see us and our taxpayer dollars going to someone who's going to sit there for the next 19 months and just learn about what the job is. I need someone in place that can get the ball rolling, and that's what I can offer. Vicki Ringette has been with us, Liberal candidate for Niagara West Glambrook, and of course, uh, the big by-election is tomorrow. Vicki, thanks very much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Good luck. Thanks, Scott. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Vicki. That is Vicki Ringette. She is a Liberal candidate for Niagara West Glambrook. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.